Hello there, and thanks for clicking in to another episode of If the Phrase Fits. In this show, I'm looking at some common idioms about likes and dislikes. I'll start with a very common one. You've no doubt heard this one many, many times. It's one's cup of tea. Maybe not exactly heard it like that, but it's most often expressed in the negative form to talk about something you don't like. That is, it's not my cup of tea. You've heard that. The it could be anything, such as bowling is not my cup of tea, or the opera is not my cup of tea. <laughs> That's for sure. So where did this interesting expression come from? Now, the word tea in the expression may lead you to guess that it comes from England. And if you assume that, well, you'd be exactly right. According to a website called phrases.org.uk, the negative usage began during World War II, or at least became popular during World War II. The website phrases.org.uk says, an early reference to not my cup of tea appeared in a newspaper column from a Pulitzer Prize-winning journalist named Hal Boyle, who worked for the Associated Press. In his column, he tried to explain life in England during war and British manners and customs for an American audience. In one column, he wrote, In England, you don't say someone gives you a pain in the neck. You just remark, He's not my cup of tea. Phrases.org.uk says that in the positive form, that is, something is my cup of tea, the phrase can be traced back to the early 1930s. The site says writer Nancy Midford might have been the first to have recorded that term in print in her comic novel called Christmas Pudding. However, bookbrowse.com claims that the origins of cup of tea date back further to the mid-1800s, as there is a reference in the British novelist and potter William de Morgan's 1908 novel titled Somehow Good. In that book, he refers to a character as a cup of tea. Okay, moving on to the second idiom of this episode. Now, the origin of this one isn't as clear as cup of tea, but I've included it because it's a very common expression, one that I often use myself. It's right up one's alley. This expression means that something is well-suited to a person's tastes, interests, or abilities. For example, I love trivia games, so you could say those kinds of guessing games are right up my alley. Perhaps trivia is not your cup of tea, though. Unfortunately, I could not find out exactly how this origin began, which is not unusual for idioms. That's often the case, as I found out. However, a website called youridioms.com did provide some useful information. The writer of that site notes the first recorded usage of Right Up One's Alley was in a book called Sob Sister by Mildred Gilman, which was published in 1931. The line is, It's about time a good murder broke, and this one is right up your alley. Well, I don't know. What was I trying there? Uh, what was my motivation for that read? Anyway, Goodreads.com tells us that Mildred Gilman was one of the most successful female reporters of her time. I should also note that a variation of Up One's Alley is Down One's Alley. Yeah, I know, confusing. And there is apparently a British version of this phrase, which is Right Up One Street. 
According to youridioms.com, the British use can be traced to 1929. You might wonder why the word alley is used. I saw some websites that state the expression may come from the sport of bowling, where alley means those long, narrow wooden sections. People roll the ball down. Others say it might come from baseball because in that sport, alleys are, and I'm quoting Wikipedia here, the areas of deep right center field and deep left center field where home runs are most likely to be hit. Others speculate the word alley is used because it's a place where people might live. Thus, if something is up your alley, you're very familiar with it because you live there. All right, enough speculation. Let's move to the third idiom of this show. It's take a shine to. If you take a shine to something or someone, it means that you start to like that thing, activity, or person. It could be a sport, for instance. Maybe a person, we'll call him Ben, starts playing golf and soon starts to like it. You might say, Ben has taken a shine to golf. Or perhaps two people meet and then start dating. Obviously, in that instance, they have taken a shine to each other. Phrases.com says it is an American idiom that emerged in the 1880s from the expression to shine up to someone. The shine is basically the appeal something or someone has. In other words, it's that special thing that attracts people. Okay, time to rewind and do a quick recap of the three idioms I looked at. First, there was cup of tea, or not my cup of tea. If something is your cup of tea, you enjoy it. And if it's not your cup of tea, well, you don't like it. Second, I discussed right up one's alley. If something is right up your alley, or right up your street, as the British say, it's something that you are very suited to and enjoy doing. And third, I examined the origin of take a shine to someone or something, which means you begin to like that person, thing, or activity. I hope that you've taken a real shine to this podcast and if you think it might be a friend or two's cup of tea, please share it with them. That would help. It might be right up their alley. You never know. Thanks for listening, and thanks to Zapsplat.com for the sound. Bye.